A good Ner Shabbos, everyone. We're about to begin with Hashem, Shir number 89 in the Svarim of Azel Kliskin and other Svarim in regards to self-confidence. Self-confidence and happiness, as a matter of fact, is a decision. This is one of the biggest um, chidushim, this novel idea, which is simple, but it's something that is counterintuitive. For example, in happiness, we believe that either we feel happy or we don't feel happy, and this is just the way it is. I'm a happy person, not a happy person. But the idea is, and this is something that most people don't understand intuitively, is that it is a moral decision to be happy. And it's not necessarily based on a current feeling you're having. You have a, you make a choice. I will smile today. I will be positive today. And I will be happy today despite the fact that I'm ch- facing a challenge. Some days will still feel better than others. But you're making a moral decision that ultimately will affect your feelings for the better. But you don't act out on those feelings and you act happy. This is not fake. This is another thing people make a mistake. They believe that if they don't feel that happiness inside and they act happy on the outside, that's fake. It is the most real thing in the world. When you tell yourself, I choose to be happy. I choose to behave in a happy manner. I will not let my moods affect other people. And you base your moral decision on that. And God willing, Hashem does give you that hergish after a while that you actually start feeling more and more happy. The same thing applies with self-confidence. People make the mistake in thinking, I am not a self-confident person. This is just the way I am. But the same resilience we talked about happiness is the same resilience that applies to self-confidence. When you consciously decide, no matter how you're feeling inside, I will learn and I will be a more self-confident person. I will learn to maintain my thoughts and feelings of self-confidence. It's a decision. Doesn't mean it's a nether decision, but it's a real strong nether decision. You're not in making a nether, you're not making a shua, you're saying nether, but you really mean it and you're working towards it. And that awareness will help you become more self-confident. You will d- decide from now on, I will maintain a general state of self-confidence. That doesn't mean you'll never feel insecure or lack that self-confidence. But once you made the decision to become self-confident, you will start experiencing this state more and more often till it becomes a natural way of life. Young children naturally have this feeling. Even though they don't have skills yet, they, they have it unless the parents crush them. But generally they have it. And... And they need to be built up with that. Some people doubt that they could maintain that self-confidence. But once you decide to make that decision, it changes the way you see yourself over a while. You automatically learn to deal with situations that till now was challenging for you. And now you embrace it and you'll be able to grow from it. When you decide to become self-confidence... Don't be frustrated. Don't give up when you see you're not your usual confidence state. Don't be, don't be upset when your anxiety still kicks in. It's a struggle, but you keep on working at it. He gives an anecdote, which is true. He helped it through his own skill um, that um, there was a person that had struggles with this. Sometimes he felt self-confident and he was free from... Um, worries and he was talented to be serviced many, many with many people but sometimes he felt overwhelmed and worried and he this he asked this person to explain go into the, your state of when you feel self-confident 
and tell me some of your achievements. And as he was talking, his face was radiant, and you see his posture was was self-confident. And then he asked in the reverse, tell me when you feel overwhelmed and insecure. And he started talking to it. All of a sudden, his facial expressions changed. His body looked like an old man, and he lost his vitality. And he explained to this person, you see what just happened. I asked you to describe the, the moments of time and periods where you were self-confident, and your whole body changed into a self-confident posture, and your face, and your demeanor. And then when I asked you about those overwhelming points, then your posture was like an old man, and, and your face and facial expressions were full of anxiety. You see how much your thoughts and the way you, you talk to yourself affects the way you feel and the way you express yourself and the way you look. So therefore... If it's that easy for you to access it, which it is, you could try your best to access those secure, healthy states instead of the insecure states. And you make a strong and empathetic commitment to stay self-confident, and that decision can transform your life, and you'll learn you'll, your self-confidence will be much more consistent. And like we said early on, it's a decision. Sometimes it seems like it's fake, but it's not fake. So if someone is anxious and full of self-doubts, he nevertheless takes on the attitude and uses those expressions and those words to enhance their... their, um, to enhance their self-confident way of talking and thinking, and ultimately it'll seep into their consciousness till they actually will actually feel that way. Now, the one thing we talked a little bit about in last week's shear, when we talked about negative cognitive distortions, and we said one of them is the should. I should have been this. I should have done that. And we talked about it a little bit. We explained last week that some of these should things are healthy because it gives you a certain realistic expectation of doing mitzvahs, staying away from Averis, and accomplishing things. But if you think too much in an unrealistic way, in the terms of what I should or shouldn't be, that is an unhealthy cognitive distortion. You spend too much time thinking, I should have been this, I should have been this. Or I should be smarter, I should be thinner, I should be more attractive, I should be more successful, I should have a better personality, I should be better like than I am. and Or I should have a better house, a better car and better friends, smarter kids, and you tend to view your past mistakes and you're constantly saying, I should have done this and I should have done that, and you're plagued by it. Instead of having a healthy simcha sachayim and being sameach bechelkai, these shoulds, what we just described, is weighing you down, is robbing you of your self-esteem and your happiness. It's, it's, it, there's so many should statements that are perfectionist statements that squash your self-esteem. And what we we have to remove those unhealthy shoulds. A lot of it, honestly, and you ask Shilas about it, is these unrealistic uh, minhagim. They may not even be minhagim, but things self-imposed on Yiddishkeit beyond what what is required. This is a separate subject which we're not going to get into now in detail. But in this generation, you have a lot where actual chiyuvim became like minhagim. And minhagim became like chiyuvim, which creates extreme amount of pressure and of should, I should do this and I should do that, that has almost no basis in halacha. And very often for your particular situation, it's not healthy to do. With things that are betheirish and shulchan aruch, that are obligations people neglect and basically disregard, 
while there are other things that are just a minig toiv or something good to do, but they take it on like it's a yaharag val yavar, and that creates unhealthy stress for themselves and for their families. So it's just thing I'm putting out there, the stifle talked about it a, a lot, this halachic OCD issue, which is also rooted in this cognitive distortion of should. I should be this, I should have been that, I should do this, I should do that. And you need to question that. Is this really true? Is this feasible? Is this minig really a minig avaysenu, or it's something that's a mishigas that I'm making my family crazy about on Pesach? What really is it? Ask the Shaila. Things especially that cause stress. Um, and, and the stifle goes through many things. Um, wa- cleaning themselves overboard when they went to the bathroom, washing their hands excessi- excessively, uh, extreme humras, and so on and so forth. Or, again, the shoulds, I should be successful now, is unhealthy when you feel inferior to other people. And the way you reframe these shoulds, I'll give you some examples. Remember what we said, you take a piece of paper, you draw a line in the middle. On the left side, you write the negative thing, and then on the right side, you replace it with a more positive outlook. So as an example, if you say to yourself, I should be thinner, instead of saying I should be thinner, just say right on the right side, I would like to lose weight. Let's figure out a way to go about doing that in a practical way. Or on the left side, the negative distortion. I should have never taken that job. You took a job that now you see is very stressful or problems. On the right side, you change that. You say, I made the best choice at the time. I learned from the experience. And I will review the options I have now, Be'ez Hashem, and ask advice to get either a better job or to help in this job situation. Or another example. On the left side, the negative distortion, you say, I should always know the right answers when I speak up in meetings. And on the right side, you challenge that thought and you say, I will answer as best as I can at these meetings. And I need to realize that it's not, that it's okay if I don't know anything, that I don't know everything rather. It's okay. So, this idea, again, with the should distortion, that means that even when acknowledging that you need to improve the self-improvement aspects, you need to be careful not to go overboard with it. That's the balance between making a healthy cheshben anefesh and the unhealthy aspect of using it the wrong way. So you're being tired of being weighed down by all these shoulds that robs you from realizing how great you really are in potential. And we need to learn how to break those negative cycles. And that is part of what this exercise is. So the unrealistic shoulds, whether the minhagim that are not minhagim, or these chiyuvim that you placed upon yourself that are not really chiyuvim, or what you should, you, you, you challenge those shoulds, and that helps greatly um, to break that anxious, perfectionist a- a- uh, attitudes and enhances your self-esteem. To learn from setbacks is also a very healthy thing. Whatever hurt you or helped you or made you wiser last year, you think about it, or, la- or, or, or even last week, you make a cheshman and nefesh, and you learn from your setbacks, and you have a renewed purpose and built on what you did yesterday for a better tomorrow. So on the right side of the left side of the paper, I'm such a failure. The last week I had so many setbacks. It was terrible. And the right side of the paper, you, you rewrite that thought. You say, I had a, a, true, there were some bumps in the road. 
But these setbacks, and he put it in quotes, these setbacks are really opportunities to grow in the future or even now. What did I learn from this? An important part of this is to believe in yourself, to believe in yourself, to believe in your goodness, to believe in the Tzalem Aleichem. If others invalidate you, or even if you yourself invalidate you, disregard it. If others invalidate you, it says more about them than it does about you. You need to believe in yourself. It's one thing we said a lot from Rav Tzadik HaKoyin in the past, that just like you need to believe in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you need to believe in yourself, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has an Eishet with you. We're going to do today, as it's Hashem, Hashem Mishmuel. Hashem Mishmuel, that's such a beautiful, powerful thing that could die to read again and again and again. So he says as follows, the Hashem Mishmuel. He says like this, that... What we just said, that one of the basic pitfalls of a person is the fact that he does not believe in himself. He does not have that self-confidence to believe in himself. So we're going to say it inside. Again, this is one of those such important pieces that you should really print it out and keep it by you and keep it by and, and, and read it again and again. And Shemesh Shmuel, by the way, is just a beautiful safe. It has such jewels in it. It's a big safe, a Kanayinahar, that's Kedai to learn, and there's a lot of practical aspects to it. So this is one of them. One of the main flaws in a person is that he does not recognize his own virtues, his own good attributes. If it would be lightened in front of his eyes, Mihu, who he is, and what is his positive attributes, what a good midas are, then he wouldn't sin. But he lacks the strength, true courage. Interesting that he calls it, it seems to be Belashen Ashkenaz, uh, courage, which is in English also the word courage, oimates, certain strength. Rabbonim asked the, the Yehudi HaKadosh, Ma shama chadoshes b'yayset v'danzik? What did you hear about Danzik? That was a big marketplace. Ama shama avedas mamanein aklom, v'avedas courage v'avedas v'kulay. He said he heard this statement, which he incorporated in himself, that the loss of money is nothing. You know, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will help you with that loss. And, 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 and it's not the main loss in life, but v'avedas courage when you lose courage, you lose everything. And that is the fight against the Yetzirah. With this, the Yetzirah spreads his net on everybody. When he takes away from them their courage, which means he takes away from them the inner confidence, he takes away from them the ability to believe in oneself. And then they become weak. Then they're like a city that's open, that without a wall, that anyone could get in there. That is a tremendous Pesach of the Yetzirah that he gets into a person's personality. He breaches him by taking away his courage, by bashing him, constant bashing. So again, the two wise, balanced opposites. If someone's complacent, he needs to make a cheshman anefesh to look at his negative things in order to correct it. But the other extreme, to see the negative and overblow it to, so it bashes you and you lose your self-esteem and, and you lose your courage 
And that is a Pesach that causes a person to spiral downwards, both physically and spiritually. We have to fight against it. Brings down on the same uh, page, the Pnei Menachem, which is one, one of the Ger Rebbes, that he has the power to, Lafkia means like to break forth. To break forth, to meaning to push himself and Hashem, Hashem, Israel, he helps him to break barriers, basically. To have the self-confidence to say, I don't need life. I don't have to have life to continue in this negative pattern that I've had so far. I could break that negative pattern and I could do tremendous things in my life. So remember what we talked about today? All these very, very important dice that we just talked about. Number one is to make that self-confident decision, whether you feel it inside or not. Just like happiness, it's a decision, it's not a feeling. Ultimately, the feelings will come. And to keep, no matter how frustrated or, or, or insecure you feel inside, you maintain a decision that I'm going to behave in a self-confident manner. And that itself changes things dramatically. It changes things dramatically. And we talked about the sh- distortion of the should, in detail, and how to break those unhealthy shoulds. We talked about the idea that you need to work on yourself in healthy ways and to give yourself healthy statements and healthy things to build up your self-esteem, to reflect on your setbacks and not to be crushed by it, but to build on it and for a better future, and to believe in yourself. This last point, to believe in yourself, in your goodness, in your beauty, and that you have the ability to change for the better, and that you will change for the better, and to have, what, like what the Shem Shmuel says, courage. And you can ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and should ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, please grant me that type of courage. I just learned the Shem Shmuel. Please give me, and grant me, and show me how to develop within myself that healthy courage that builds my self-esteem in a healthy way, to become a happy, self-confident Oyved Hashem. Have a wonderful Shabbos.